Get your questions ready. The Fantasy Forecast with Anita Marks starts right now. Good morning, good morning. Anita Marks with you. That is me here on 98.7 ESPN. If you tuned in yesterday, Tom's producing the show, by the way. Tom, listen, you know me. I'm not complaining. You know I love what I do. But I had TV from 11 to noon and then was on uh, 98.7 ESPN from, from noon to 4 yesterday. Uh, got off, had two hours to prepare, then hosted a Halloween, a Halloween, a holiday tree decorating party here at my apartment and had um, about, I don't know, uh, 30, 35 people in a, I don't know, 950 square foot space. Well, besides the obvious fire violation, good morning, by the way. Um, <laughs> it seems like you had a great day yesterday. You were making the money, you were working hard, and then you got to relax right after that. Now, the... Uh, Oh, okay, maybe not relax because you had to set up the party. But I'm hoping the party was at least relaxing and it kind of let some stress out. Um, that's funny that you say that. I actually live right next to a fire station. Um, so big shout out to all my firefighters out there who uh, many of them I play pickleball with on a day-to-day basis. Hopefully they're, uh, they're not actually not listening so I don't get reprimanded. Uh, on the pickleball courts come Monday morning. Uh, just, invite them, just invite them to the next party yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be wise. Uh, and shout out to my Uber Eats uh, driver who just delivered my uh, my Starbucks coffee. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Not sure I can make it through the show without you. So happy holidays, everybody. Um, again, each and every season, uh, holiday season, I host a tree decorating party. And what I do is I have friends come over and I have them bring an ornament that best represents them to put on my tree so that when I look at my tree, I see all the representation of the wonderful, beautiful, fantastic people I have in my life. And it makes me happy and warm and it makes me smile and I love it. And, um, and it was a huge, huge success last night. And I got some really phenomenal ornaments and uh, I'm I'm really excited. Like I, November December is my favorite time, Tom. It, it really is. So, is it because of the holiday season necessarily, or are you just obsessed with like the 30 degree temperatures outside in, in North Jersey? I'm from Miami. Why would I be what 30 degree temperatures? Well, we just got to clarify it for the people. Maybe they didn't know you grew up in Miami. I mean, most of them probably do because obviously they should be listening every week to there you, you go. on the fancy forecast. And New York Game Day as well, which will be starting up in about 56 minutes from now. So, um, yes, New York Game Day kicks off at 8 a.m. We'll have, of course, uh, Amani Toomer and uh, Mike Tannenbaum will join us in the 9 o'clock hour. Do you know, Tom, you know, because you guys are real chummy, uh, do you know, is, is Mike at ESPN or is he at a game? He is going to be at Bristol this morning. He's got some sports center obligations, and then he'll be able to join us once those obligations are met. Look at you. Are you like, are, are you his personal assistant or his, his personal producer or does I mean, he pay you? I mean, if to, I am, I'm sure not paid like that. Does he that, pay but. you to keep tabs on him? And, <laughs> no, we just okay. got to check in, make sure everybody's doing A-OK. That's just the way the business works. No, I know you're great. And, I, and by the way, I haven't, <laughs> side note, folks, don't mind us. We're having a personal conversation here on the radio with it, while you're eavesdropping. Uh, I'm going to be uh, filling in for Alan Hahn. Uh, a few days over the holiday season. So uh, I'm and and the days that um, uh, that Bart Scott comes into studio, I'm going to try to come in. So hopefully, hopefully you'll be producing and hopefully I'll get a chance to see you because I haven't seen you in almost a year. Right. It's been a while. It, it's been a while. I think it was the Jets remote at their training camp that we first met and probably oh last saw gosh. each other, to be completely honest. 
That's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, okay, on to the show. So again, this hour is fantasy forecast, getting you ready for your week 13 fantasy football matchups. And uh, if you're like me, again, I like to preface, no, I'm not crazy. I've been playing fantasy football since, I won't, I'll date myself. I don't care. I've been playing fantasy football since 1989. That's how long I've been playing fantasy football. I was dating some dude in college and he walked into my dorm room and said, hey, um, I, I have my RA is hosting a fantasy football draft. And I was like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, when you walk in your room and you ask your dog if he wants a treat. And I was like, what's that? And uh, that's all she wrote. And here I am uh, a gazillion years later. And uh, so I'm in 12 leagues. And I'm in 12 leagues because a lot of them I've been in since uh, the early 90s. And, um, and so a lot of these leagues, I go way back. So, um, I'm, I've made it to the playoffs. (laughs) I've made it to the playoffs in, as of right now, I have the potential to make it to the playoffs in 11 of the 12, Tom. Okay. Uh, one of them, I'm just, I'm, I'm totally out. And here's what's frustrating about it. And I share, I share my experience with you just so I'm sure there's folks out there that maybe you only play in one league or maybe you only play in two or three leagues um, and you are are frustrated because I've scored the fourth most points in the league that I am I am out, right? I've scored the fourth most points, but I've had the most points scored against me, which is out of my control, right? It's not like I, I can't I can't control the schedule. Right, just seems like you got kind of screwed. Is what is what you're saying? Well, I, I'm just you're throwing I, a protest. Is what you're saying? Right? No, now. no. What I'm what I'm saying is like a lot of times, you know, people like are you know get down on themselves. I I can't get down on myself that in a 12 man league, I've I have put up the five most points in the season, yet how the schedule panned out. I had the most points scored against me. So I'm out. Uh, There's like, uh, so my point, like, I I can't do anything about that. So I can't get mad at myself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm proud of myself that out of 12 people, I put up the fifth most or fourth most points. Well, let's look at it this way. Where are you in terms of the standings from one to 12 in that league? Um, hold on. (laughs) That that's a real factor here. You could be proud that you're the fifth like highest scoring team, but if you're also in twelfth, then e yeah, that's not something to be proud of. So my standings, I'm at ten. Oh yeah, that's not good. Yeah, so I'm at ten. So, um, so here, um, so the most points that a team put up was one thousand five hundred eighty-two. Okay, I put up one thousand four hundred twenty-one. The least amount of points that were put up was 1205. Okay? And um and I had 1532 points scored against me. Yeah, not so, great. Yeah, so uh, so again, uh, like uh, th- there's like there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, another thing is that I have stopped picking up players in this league. That's another thing. If you if you are if you are eliminated from the playoffs, don't don't add drop. You know, don't 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 quit, don't raise the white flag either. Make sure that your roster is the best that it could be 
with the players that you have. Um, if if you have a player on a buy, then yes, absolutely use the waiver wire. But I wouldn't I wouldn't use the waiver I would use the waiver wire like today. I I wouldn't have put in my waiver wire request um you know prior to Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm out of it. But I'm still gonna put my best foot forward because you don't want to tank for a team that's trying to get in and then you're tanking so the team you're playing has an easy win and, and that makes that makes the, the competitive nature of the league unfair. But um but I just I, I relax in, in regard to the ad drop. But nonetheless, eleven of the twelve, I'm still alive. Uh alive and kicking. And I wanna say seven or eight of the eleven I'm in. So I, I'm jockeying for better position right? Having, trying to get that number one buy or what have you. And then the remainder, um, you know, I'm, I'm in a situation where like, girlfriend, you need to win uh, and you need to win outright in, in order to make it to the postseason. So uh, I, I feel like I'm having a, a, a fairly good season considering, and I, I want to call this up because, and I mentioned this last week or the week before, um, and that is, so my my strategy this season was, um, here we go. My strategy this season was uh, rolling with, with wide receivers. So the majority of, I, of the leagues that I played in, I went wide receiver my first three drafts. Okay? So where do we stand right now on the season uh, in regard to wide receivers? Tyreek Hill crushed it. He's got 288 fantasy football points. And again, I'm I'm just I'm looking at one of my leagues. Obviously, it would it would vary depending on your league and who your um and who your commissioner is and what the scoring system is, right? But I'm just like roundabout, right? So your top wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, Stefan Diggs, AJ Brown. Okay. Um so you know, not the wide receivers that I that I jockeyed for, right? So I, I just want to call up here. So so the wide receivers that that I I focused on was Amal Ross St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, and right now he's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So he's eighth right now in regard to fantasy football points. Um. Uh. Calvin Calvin Ridley, who's like not even in the top 20. Calvin Ridley has turned it on as of late and a big reason why I've been actually winning a, a number of my matches. Um, obviously, Jamar Chase was the number one overall wide receiver selected. Well, no, I'm sorry. Justin Jefferson was the number one overall wide receiver selected, but Jamar Chase uh, came in second. And obviously, uh, Justin Jefferson has been on IR. So... You know, that's the risk that you take, obviously, with every and any player. But, you know, for Jamar Chase to go arguably number two, of course, there was Christian McCaffrey. Um, but look at the season that he's had. Started off eight points, eight points the first two weeks. Why? Well, because um, uh, Burrow was injured. Then his his highest week was week five against Arizona. He put up 55 points. 
only three times did he put up 25 points, if not more. And there's one, two, three, four. There's four weeks that he just put up a single digit. Okay, that's that's not that's not number two overall worthy. Uh, you know, in regard to what you're getting for your return for your money, right? It's just not. So, um, and I drafted Mike Williams as well, who got injured early on. Calvin Ridley, Jamar Chase. I'm try- trying to think some of the wide receivers that I have. I did, you know, Stefan Diggs was a guy that I drafted early. I'm trying to think. Uh, there was another wide receiver that I was like, yeah, the- DJ Moore. Um, of course, with um, uh, Justin Fields on the bench, he wasn't producing like he does when Justin Fields is playing. So I, I just I share that with you just to say. One thing that I've realized, and, and, and I'm stating the obvious, but I didn't take it into consideration, and that is when you're out there and you're putting so much emphasis on a wide receiver, you're, you're also putting emphasis on that quarterback as well. Because, God forbid, if something happens to the quarterback, obviously that wide receiver's numbers aren't going to be what as prolific as, as you were anticipating them to be. And so, lesson learned this season, you know? Um, you know, moving, moving forward, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to go wide receiver in my first three picks. And the reason that I, the reason that I have been winning as of late, uh, because the last, I want to say two to three weeks have been very solid for me, um, is because Calvin Ridley has been producing. And also I was able to get Tank Dell off the waiver wire because I was aggressive enough to do that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going through my, my leagues right now just to, you know, um, you know, also uh, there was a number, you know, obviously this was a weird year as well, like in regards. So in regard to quarterbacks, um, I put a lot of faith in Lamar Jackson, who has been serviceable, not outstanding. And, uh, and Trevor Lawrence, who since the beatdown from the 49ers where the Jacksonville Jaguars only put up three points. Uh, he's been tremendous. So, so there's that. But anyway, my, the, the point of my story here um, is my draft philosophy moving forward. I'm not going to invest my first three picks in wide receivers moving forward because there's so much um, writing on, it's not just your wide receiver staying healthy, but it's also your wide receivers quarterback staying healthy. And I know I'm stating the obvious, but this season where we've had so many uh, quarterback injuries, um, it really hurt you if you did have the draft strategy of drafting quarterback, drafting wide receivers early. That's my point. I I know it took me a minute to get there. I apologize, but that's my point. Anyway, uh, we get back. I'll get you in the know. Uh, Players, actually, before we take a break, Shelton has been on since we started the show. Let's let's, let's go to Shelton before we take our break, Tom. Shelton, welcome in. Good morning. How are you? Good good morning, Anita. How's everything? Fantastic. Thank you. Good. good. Wide receiver. Mm -hmm. Michael Pittman, Alvin Ridley, or Josh Downs? Um, like I said, Shelton, I just, I love what we've seen from Calvin Ridley the last two weeks, right? Like he's found the end zone. Uh, he's finally gelling. Uh, he's finally that wide receiver that we thought that he would be. So for me, it's Calvin Ridley, but I also believe that Pittman is going to have a good game. 
I like the Colts today, by the way. I like the Colts on the money line. Um, so I would roll with Ridley. But if you want to go Pittman, uh, I get it. But for me, it's 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 Calvin Ridley. 800-919-3776. We get back. Uh, let's go through the uh, the players that you need to be in the know about. Who's in? Who's out? What we can expect from today? Who you need to keep an eye on today uh, in regard to that active inactive list that comes out at eleven thirty? Um, also, as always, uh, this hour I like to kind of recap what happens the night before in college football. Uh, Mama's not buying any new pairs of shoes tomorrow. Um, that's for sure. Uh, the the college football championship conference championship weekend did not go as planned for me uh i will share that uh when we get back and also big news today in regard to uh the playoff committee and who their top four are going to be this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Wow, Tom, such better music than the crap that Harvey was playing yesterday. Wow. Wow. That seems disrespectful towards Harvey. I'm not going to stand for that. Depending on why he was playing, by the way. Is he there yet? Oh, yeah, he's here. No, I'm not here. <laughs> no, I've been here all day. <laughs> uh, are you surprised that I'm uh, that I I I'm, I'm, I made the show, Harvey? Oh, very. I thought you'd be slumping and slurring words and you know just falling all over yourself. <laughs> Here's the thing about me: I'm I'm very I'm OCD. So like when I host, I I'm like I'm hosting, but I, I'm I'm cleaning as I'm hosting. So I don't. I typically I don't I, I guess I didn't drink as much as I thought I would last night because I had, I was I was cleaning all night as I was hosting. See, you, you just gotta you just gotta party in the moment. You can always clean later, unless of course there's like a massive spill or broken glass. Yeah, I mean, then that's one you know, thing, but clean later, party in the moment. You know, obviously, obviously it's a problem, Tom. I'm I'm like I'm revealing that like I have like a I have a I have a a, a problem. You know, I'm like, I'm like a, a clean freak. Like I have to clean. I have to pick up. I can't like, and it drives my friend Wendy nuts. Like there'll be a cup and it'll be just like, maybe just a sip left in a cup. I'll throw it out and she'll turn around and go, where's my drink? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I had a sip left in there. It's like that. It's a problem, Tom. 
It's a problem. It's an issue. Yeah, but those like, co- yeah, like but why potentially you- therapy needed? Well, potentially I mean, therapy needed for me. Well, I think it does need to be needed for this type of thing. But you're taking away people's drinks. What if they go and grab another drink? Is the well, thing? Well, if t- it's like a solo cup or like a glassware, and they want to get another drink with it, and you just took it away from them. Well, I, I have a, I have a ton. I had a ton of cups here and, and wine glasses and flutes, and there was more glassware to put their drinks in. Anyway. Enough about my party. 800-919-3776, the phone number. That's how you get on board. All right, let's get you in the know with some of these players out here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is back at practice for the Jets. What does that mean? If he does return, they're looking at like a late December uh, start for him, which would be around the time that Washington comes to town. But I talked about it yesterday. We're going to talk about it with Amani Toomer coming your way at 8 o'clock with New York Game Day and Mike Tannenbaum. And that is, what's the point of this? FBI gives the Jets a 1%, that's it, just a 1% chance of making it to the postseason. And there's more risk here for injury because the the tendon, a tendon, and if there's an orthopedic out there that's listening to the show, would love for you to call in 800-919-3776, confirm or deny this, A, a tendon doesn't have a lot of elasticity, if at all. So if you stretch the tendon, it's not like it's it's not like a rubber band. Um, so just shut it down, shut it down. Heal a hundred percent before you're out there even practicing. That's my two cents. We'll, we'll, we'll see what Amani and and Mike Tannenbaum have to say. Uh, other quarterback news: Joe Flacco is going to get the start for Cleveland. How about that? Okay. Uh, Browning is going to get another start for Cincinnati on Monday night against Jacksonville. Uh, wacky for Zappy, Billy Zappy getting the start for the Patriots. Uh, so Mac Jones on the shelf, not sure what his, his future holds with the uh, New England Patriots, along with, of course, Bill Belichick, all the speculation. So I, I think that's it in regard to quarterbacks that you need to be in the know about. Um, running backs, um, a, a chain. Uh, do we even know how to... Pre- Everybody pronounces this young man's name so differently. At Chain, running back for the Miami Dolphins. How would you guys... How do you how have you guys heard his name pronounced? I've heard it like a gazillion ways. I've heard it as A-Chain. A-Chain. So, A-Chain. So I'm looking at Pro Football Reference right now. They say A-Chan. A-Y-Chan. A-Chan. A-Chan. A-Chain. <laughs> so A-Chan. A-Chan. A-chan, A-Y-C-H-A-N. That's how they have it officially like listed phonetically for pronunciation. So I'm look going with you. A-chan. Look at you, Thomas. Okay, so we'll go with A-chan. 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 There you go. <laughs> Is back in action for the Dolphins. What does that mean? Um, I would still start Mostert just because Washington has just got awful against the run. But... Uh, but it, you know, he goes from a, a, a RB1 to a, an RB2, uh, especially since they have, Je- I, I want to believe they have Jeff Wilson in action as well. Jonathan Taylor is on the shelf for about two to three weeks because of a thumb injury. If you have Zach Moss, good for you. This is why you stash. This is why you um, you have that backup uh, on your on your bench. Zach Moss could be in for a really big day today. Uh, ATN is dealing with a chest issue for Jacksonville, but is expected to go on Monday night. Uh, Brees Hall is dealing with a hammy, but is expected to go today. And uh, Aaron Jones with a knee is out. So another 
game for A.J. Dillon, although he has not really produced much this season, has he? Uh, in regard to wide receivers, Josh Palmer expected to come off the IR, uh, but is he going to play today? Not sure. So keep an eye on that. Um, even if he doesn't play today, uh, this is a this is a, a Chargers team. You've got Keenan Allen, who's dealing with a quad issue. Not a lot of weapons right now for um, for Justin Herbert. So. I would still, even if he doesn't play, I would still, if he's available on your waiver wire, I would still recommend picking up Josh Palmer and stashing him, even if he doesn't play this week. T. Higgins dealing with a hamstring issue, but is expected to go today. Uh, The Saints wide receiving crew is an absolute mess. Rashid Shahid is dealing with a thigh, is not expected to go. As we know, Michael Thomas was placed on IR. And Olave is dealing with a, uh, a concussion. So not sure if he's going to be cleared. What does that mean? Um, the, uh, the tight end for the tight end for, uh, for the, the Saints, Juwan Johnson, could be in store for a really big game. So if you're in need of, of a tight end, Dalton Schultz is out with a hamstring issue. Bevan Jordan is going to get the start for him. Th- that's, that's a, that's a, that's a risk-reward play right there, but if you lost Schultz um, and you're in need of a tight end, Juwan Johnson could be a really good play for you. Uh, Goddard, dealing with that arm issue, uh, I haven't heard whether or not he's going to be active today or not against the 49ers, so keep an eye on that. Trey McBride is dealing with a groin. A lot of injuries to that Cardinals wide receiving core as well. Marquise Brown is dealing with a heel. Michael Wilson is out, so... Trey McBride and Dorch. I told you to pick up Dorch last week. Dude scored a touchdown. Uh, you could thank me later. But these two guys uh, could be in for a big day, especially if Marquise Brown is out because of that heel. Michael Wilson is already out um, of this game as well. So uh, Keenan Allen is dealing with a quad, like I said. Uh, Amari Cooper is dealing with a rib issue, but is expected to go today. Douglas, wide receiver for the the uh the new concussion he is out he's already been ruled out so hunter henry could be in for a big day today with zappy uh jaden reed is dealing with a chest issue for the green bay packers he's really stepped it up if you picked him up off your waiver wire he's been delivering for you the last uh two three games so uh keep an eye on him he's dealing with a chest issue and last but not least zach Ertz. his uh is, is out there. He's a free agent. He could be picked up. And apparently the Philadelphia Eagles are considering it. Philadelphia Eagles are considering bringing Zach Ertz back into the mix. 800-919-3776. We're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland. Before we do, let's get to our calls. Tommy. Tommy, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning, Anita. Love the show. Um, usually this would be a slam dunk to start T. Higgins, but um, with the Jake Browning situation, do I start him over Robert Woods or Trey Palmer? They're my only other two choices. So you, ha- so who, who are the, who are the, who are your choices again? I'm sorry. Uh, Robert Woods or Trey Palmer. Ooh, is if Dorch is available, I would look to see if Dorch can play. If Tutu Atwell is available, I would play him. Um. I like what we're seeing from Curtis Samuel as of late going up against Miami. I think Washington is going to be playing from behind. 
And I think Sam, one of my favorite prop bets is uh, over pass attempts for Sam Howell. Uh, just to give you uh, some of the other wide receivers out there that might be available on your waiver wire that I would recommend that you pick up and play. Okay. Uh, again, Greg Dortch from Arizona scored a touchdown last week. Tutu Atwell for the Rams going up against Cleveland. Um, Guyton against New England could be a sneaky good play as well if, of course, uh, Keenan Allen is out. Okay. Uh, let's go to Michael in Hempstead. Michael, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning, Mira. So uh, I'm you know, a little bit of a bind here. I have two leagues. My first league I have um, is my my flex position is, is the question because I have Laporta going as my tight end. I have another tight end that I can put in there. Uh, I mean, in the flex, Taysom Hill. Um, but the other choices are Josh Downs, Pukunakua, um, a Garrett Wilson. Who would you put in that spot? Um, I like Puka. I mean, yeah. For for me, I think that's a no brainer. I out of all those, yeah. For me, it's 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 Puka. Obviously, Garrett Wilson uh, is the best wide receiver out of the bunch. But do you trust Tim Boyle? Um, in, in especially in in these conditions, it's supposed to be rainy, wind gusts up to twenty miles per hour. Um, I think you have more upside with Puka. Let's go to Rob in Connecticut. Rob, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning. I uh, never thought I'd have to choose, but uh, my question is Cooper Cup or Javante Williams in my flex spot. Ooh. Um, is it a PPR? If it's a PPR, I would go Cooper Cup. Okay. If it's a PPR, I would go Cooper Cup. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to Fantasy Forecast here on 98.7 ESPN. It is week 13, and uh, this is do or die. I know a lot of people out there, I play in 12 leagues, like I said, uh, and I want to say like there's maybe two or three of them where this is a must-win week for me either to better my situation uh, in the playoffs or just, just to get in. So I know how dire this week is. As always, Cynthia Freeland joins me each and every Saturday afternoon on my radio show. And we always talk fantasy. I like to replay that clip for you just in case you miss it with her picks, her plays, some of the some of the quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends that might be flying a little bit low on the radar. And of course, my first question to her was about the the quarterbacks. A lot of I feel a, a lot of sneaky good quarterback plays this week in fantasy. Sam Howell being one of them, C.J. Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, Russell Wilson, even Jordan Love. What say Cynthia Freeland? Let's listen in. I like all of those. I also think that I could make a case that you want to take some shares of big, like I'm going like if you're in, it's by Mageddon. And if you have a quarterback situation and it's bad, Potentially Baker Mayfield going up against Carolina. That could be a, a, a decent one for you. Mike Evans will be there, and that's a pretty big deal for him. Um, obviously, you can run on the Panthers more, better than you can throw on them, but still. And then I would also say, like, maybe consider Gardner Minshew. Not saying that I, like, think he's, again, not a world beater for every single week. But if you're looking for an opportunity in a situation against that Tennessee secondary, they have been very vulnerable. And Gardner Minshew and RPOs have been working really well for him. So, I, I think if you're looking in a deeper league, those are two great ones along with, I love the Jordan Love call though against the Chiefs. 
uh, and looking at running backs, you know, really interesting. I, I do believe that Jalen Warren is the better running back in, in Pittsburgh, but for whatever reason, it's like they still, um, I, maybe it's a money thing. I, I don't know, but um, if you had to play one of these Pittsburgh Steelers running backs this week against Arizona, who would it be? I'm going to be honest with you. I think both are going to be totally fine. I probably, I mean, Jalen Warren in DFS, I would play because he's priced less is what I believe, at least last time I checked. So you get better upside there, but you're going to be fine with either one. I, I would probably lean towards Najee Harris. If you're in a season long, like opportunity, I, I get it. Like, I don't know who likes what, like, who knows? I don't understand what that's all about, but both of them have great opportunities this week. Who are some of the other running backs you look like? Well, I think that I understand that like, you know, Washington, this, this game seems kind of lopsided. And so the game script would dictate that Washington should be throwing it, which is why you like Sam Howell. But I think Brian Robinson actually is going to be a big play here. You remember Jalen Phillips for the Dolphins. He's out now and he is a big piece right in the middle of that defense. So perhaps the power runs will work a little bit more in their favor, given that they're going to have to adjust to life without Jalen Phillips after he tore his Achilles. So that's one that I think is good. Obviously De- uh, Devon at Achan came back on the other side. And if you have him, you want to play him. It eats into some other people's uh, opportunities, but I think, you know, if you have him, that's, that is a great play as well. In regard to wide receivers, um, uh, you know, another reason why I, I do believe that Philadelphia is going to be able to keep this this close is because I think A.J. Brown has a really, really good matchup here. Uh, the, the 49ers play a lot of zone, and, uh, and A.J. Brown is, is targeted quite a bit in zone coverage. Um, so I, I, do like, I do like A.J. Brown this week. Your, your thoughts in, in some – I know you mentioned Nico Collins – uh, some of the other yep. wide receivers that you like heading into week 13. Well, if you want to go with like a, like a really sneaky, like DFS upside play, like, or, you know, you're thinking maybe where, where can I find a deep touchdown? May I introduce to you Marvin Mims? Cause obviously, you know, you're playing Cortland Sutton, but when I'm looking at where the holes in the Texans defense are and Marvin Mims is like on the cusp of like doing some interesting, it's like maybe a deep touchdown to him, a good little, little sleeper for your DFS pleasure obviously that's not in like season long if you want to go with a guy who feels like more of a sure thing that is not what i'm recommending there um but i will say the the mims deep situation could be good for dfs but i also think if you want to look there's been you know Jaden reed has been on the injury report all week long and christian watson had that touchdown last week so perhaps if you're if, if he's available or if you can get your hands on him or if he's on your bench christian watson would be a guy who could potentially step up because whether or not Jane Reed's there, I still think that, uh, that that Christian Watson will have a big game. And last but not least, uh, some of the tight ends that you like. I know McBride's dealing with an injury, but is expected to go. Njoku has been delivering, that's for sure. Uh, Schultz is out for Houston. Uh, Friar Muth, one of the biggest pickups this week in fantasy. Who are some of the tight yep. ends you like? Love Friar Muth. Um, it's, he's, he was very great, especially with those play action receptions. Those were very good. Um, I think that you look, don't be 
cute in this Green Bay game and try to get Tucker Craft in there. Like I that that one I'm sort of staying away from in this matchup, just as one just so that people have, I don't know, they always try to with Musgrave out, they're like, oh, we'll just pick his replacement. No. I think also one Durham Smythe you could look at. I understand, like, look, like it's not a sexy game to keep going back to because probably the Dolphins are just gonna roll, but you could you could look for guys like that in your DFS lineups who have some pretty interesting matchups, maybe aren't the kind of household name on their team, but have good matchups. And that's why I think the Kyle, Kyle Pitts, by the way, has a great matchup against a Jets defense that is very vulnerable to the tight end position. But do I trust that they're going to throw him the ball? I don't know, but I, I know he has a good matchup. Great stuff as always, Cynthia. Uh, you rock, my friend. Um, uh, always, always appreciate you joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Always love being on with you, Anita. Thanks so much. All right. Again, I want to thank Cynthia Freeland for joining us here on Fantasy Forecast, getting you and me, all of us, ready for week 13 of the fantasy football season. Quick break. We come back. We'll continue with your calls. 800-919-3776 the phone number. Uh, and don't forget, New York game day kicks off, no pun intended. So uh, we'll hear, obviously, Amani Toomer and Mike Tannenbaum join us for the show. As we know, the Giants on a bye, but the Jets, a Big game. At least keep their playoff hopes alive against the Atlanta Falcons. We'll be right back right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. You know when you're in a room and you're like, wow, you know what? Uh, that's the smartest person in the room. That's that's what it's like to be in a room with Cynthia Freeland. Uh, she's just absolutely brilliant. And it's funny because usually people that are that smart, um, you know, they're they're kind of they're a little quirky. They're a little funny. Right. They're like, uh, you know, interesting. I call them interesting birds. Um, she's an interesting bird, um, but blessed uh, that I can call her a friend and, uh, and, and absolutely blessed that she's on with us each and every Saturday afternoon, 800-919-3776, the phone number. That's how you get on board. We've got a boatload of calls. Let's try to get to all of you before Monty Toomer joins us for New York game day that kicks off at 8am. And of course we'll hear from Mike Tannenbaum as well. So, uh, let's start off with Marco in Lindbrook. Marco, good morning. Good morning. So I'm back and forth with this because last week I know Jalen Hurts uh, exceeded C.J. Stroud by four points. A couple of weeks prior to that, C.J. Stroud blew up with 86 points. This week, who would you go with, C.J. Stroud or Jalen Hurts? Um, <laughs> uh, wow. So I would go with Jalen Hurts. A lot of people are, and and we're going to dive into this. Obviously, uh, the the 49ers and uh, and Eagles are the game of the week, right? The four o'clock game. It's the game of the week. Very well. This could be a preview of the NFC Championship game. Only time will tell. We'll find out. But um, I've got the Eagles winning. I know a lot of people don't. I just I think a lot of people are just underestimating how good this Eagles team is and they're at home there's a, and, and and we'll do a deeper dive into this matchup during New York game day but uh the way that you beat the 49ers is in the passing game especially your wideouts I'm expecting a big game from Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown so uh so but 
if, if you're worried because it's the 49ers defense and weather conditions are not supposed to be great and you'd rather roll with C.J. Stroud, not going to be mad at you. Like, totally get it. I think both quarterbacks are going to be serviceable. I just, I'm not benching Hurts, especially with the tush push. Which, by the way, did you guys hear that Roger Goodell wants to 86 the tush push? I saw that rumor. How much validity does that actually have? Which, do you do you guys even know what 86 is? You probably, I don't know. Yeah, it means you want to scrap it. Take it off the menu. Yeah, there you go. Harvey, did you know? Harvey, did you know what? Did you know what 86 was? What 86 was? Yeah, do you know what that means? 86 that. No. So in the food industry business, uh, when something is, when you've run out of a, a food item, you're in the back of the house and you're like, hey, the salmon, 86, 86 the salmon. It means it's not on the menu anymore. Well, just say scrap it. Just take it off the menu. Why do well, we got to put numbers and terms like we're, because- like, we're like behind center? Blue 32, blue 32. Right. <laughs> yes, but the, the, Z wiggle, elephant right. Yeah, but the main difference between Onto. football and kitchen <laughs> is you don't have to be secretive in the kitchen. You could just say scrap it. I think I think that's the point we're trying to make here. Do me do me a favor, Tom, not that you don't have a ton of stuff to do yeah. in, in these 4 hours. Uh, will you just google like like where where the term 86 came from? Sure. And why it manifests itself in this food service industry? Um so anyway, Roger Goodell wants to do away with... How's that, Harvey? Okay. Uh, Roger Goodell wants to do away with the tush push. Much better. Makes more and for sense. A dude, and for a dude who makes $60 million a year, whatever Roger wants, Roger gets. Let's go to Brian in New York. Brian, you're up. Hey, Nita. Thanks for taking the call. Um, I have a quarterback dilemma this week and a uh, flex dilemma this week. I don't know if I should play Jordan Love or Baker Mayfield. And then I need two out of the three, Terry McLaurin, Garrett Wilson, or Puka Nakua. I like Puka. You're the second caller calling in about Puka. I don't know why. Um, uh, You know, obviously Garrett Wilson is the better wide receiver, but – Weather conditions, Tim Boyle, I think we'll be lucky. And I have Garrett Wilson. Uh, I'm having to play him just because there's, a, in, which by the way, uh, note to the NFL, it's week 13. Don't have a bye, don't don't have week 13 be a bye week, people. Okay? It really screws with us when it comes to fantasy football. This is a do or die weekend. Um, So I would go Puka and also I would go Jordan Love. Love, love, no pun intended, Uh, what we've seen from him the last... Two weeks, especially last week. Uh, let's go to Richard in Northport. Richard, you're up. Yes, um, I have a question. Do I go with um, Chase or Rashad Reese uh, at wide receiver? And would I go with um, Jordan Love or Pickett at quarterback? And then my third question is Dolphins defense or Chiefs defense? Okay, don't hang up. Don't hang up. So uh, Jamar Chase or who? Jamar Chase or Rashad uh, Rice at Kansas City receiver. Yeah, I would go, uh, how crazy is that that you're even asking me this, Richard? Is that ridiculous? I don't know. I can't I, I, I can't tell you to bench Jamar Chase and sleep well tonight. I can't. So it's got to be Chase. Obviously, there's more upside with Rice. If you want to play him, not going to be mad at you. Um, 
But I, I just I, I think Cincinnati's going to be playing from behind because I think Jacksonville is going to put up a lot of points. So I would gotcha. I would I would still play Jamar Chase, and then it's Kenny Pickett or or Love. Yeah, I would go Love, and then it's and then in, uh, Dolphins defense or the Chiefs defense. Dolphins defense. Okay. Thank okay. you very much. I think I just I, I think you've got a better opportunity. Thank you for the call. I think you got a better opportunity for some turnovers there, especially as much as uh, as Sam Howell is going to be passing the ball. Again, one of my favorite prop bets: Sam Howell over pass attempts. I think he passed the ball like forty five, possibly fifty times today, uh, and so that's a lot of opportunity for the Miami Dolphins to uh, to to pick get some picks there. Let's go to Steve and Beth Page. Steve, in the show, strong, my friend. What you got? Uh, so I have a survival pool question. Um, uh oh, I have I have five teams that I can use, and I want to see if I'm trying to be too cute. So Uh-oh. I can use Pittsburgh against against the Cards. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Yeah. Let me write these down. So Pittsburgh. Okay. Who else? Pittsburgh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, the Rams, or the Jags. And my lean is is the Jags. I feel like that's the most sure one. But I'm sort of kind of looking forward to see if maybe I can get away with one of these lesser teams and save the Jags. Yeah, so if I were you, I would go Jags. Uh, If you are trying to be too cute, I would go Rams or Pittsburgh. Okay. My lean was was Tampa Bay, but I, I just don't trust Baker, and I don't trust that the Panthers won't get, like, a rebound from the fired coach and stuff. I feel like a lot of craziness could be in that game. So you say Jags and, or maybe Pittsburgh? I would. Uh, so for me, number one would be Jags. Number two would be okay. Rams. Okay. Oh, Rams. I mean, okay. let's be honest. <laughs> the Browns are starting Joe Flacco, and also the Browns yeah, defense. The Browns up. defense gives up thirty points on the road, where they, they only give up ten at home. So their defense is a shell okay. of themselves on the road. And then third, I would go yeah. Pittsburgh. That would be my one, two, three. Okay. All right, great. Thank you very much. All right, good luck, Steve.